This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News, today's talk, 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And uh, I don't know if anyone has noticed, but, you know, we, we are in a pandemic still. Two plus years later, we are still in this pandemic. And I think they're saying now that we are officially in a sixth wave. Like what? Um, Along with all the pandemic stuff going on, which I don't want to get into, there's also been a rise in, um, let's just say it, divorce. Are people just getting sick of their partners? I have no idea, but it's happening. And so I was like, you know what? We need to talk about this. We need to talk about this. And I need to bring on two amazing women to join us for this conversation. That being Kate Carnegie from KC Media, founder, owner, mompreneur, mom of two, uh, former like news anchor and television host. And like, like this girl, how many hats do you have, Kate? That's what I want to know. I was going to say, keep going, Pina. You, you make yeah. me sound pretty good, girl. <laughs> amazing. Got a few amazing. Hats. Happy to be here. I love your show. I uh, love you. Love you. And, and one of the things uh, about you too is uh, you're a single mom. I you're am a single mom. mom. I'm rocking the entrepreneur life with two little boys and navigating separation during COVID and dating during COVID. So I'd like to think I'm a bit of an expert in this now. Yeah. And, and a badass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> And, and we can't have a conversation like this without like getting into the minds of everyone that is maybe going through this or thinking about leaving their relationship without my girl, Kelly Boz, psychotherapist and mama. Hey, Kelly, how are you? I'm good, Pina. So good to be back on the show. I know. So we haven't had you on the show in so long. See, another thing, this stupid pandemic, right? (laughs) I know, but so good to be back. So, so good to have these two amazing women joining me on the show. So like I mentioned, uh, Kate is a single mom navigating through divorce with kids, Kelly, psychotherapist. And so we're, we're in for, we're in for a pretty good conversation over the next hour. So take a seat, get comfortable. I'm trying to think of where to start though, ladies, like Hmm. Kate, when let's start with this because Everyone is saying, you know, oh, pandemic divorces, separations are are like right up there. Mm-hmm. The numbers are like have skyrocketed. So when did when did you leave? Is this a official COVID separation or divorce? No, I would say that our separation was not. We separated just kind of as the pandemic was happening, um, but it had been in the works. And first, I want to preface this by saying I have the most amicable divorce or separation with, you know, a wonderful man. We co-parent our two boys really, really well. And uh, even he wasn't even phased when I said, Hey, I'm going to go on the radio with Pina and I'm going to talk about our separation and, and dating. And he wasn't even phased by it. So props to him because I literally have the best ex-husband in the world. And we separated just as the pandemic was starting and I remember my lawyer at the time saying, wow, you, you got in at a good time because it's about to get busy. And I didn't quite understand <laughs> yeah. exactly what he was saying. But now two years later, 
I don't know how many times I've been asked about separation and I've referred a few people to my lawyer who now is charging extra and is swamped. So I don't know what the official numbers are, but I do know that it's happening and it is Mm -hmm. a lot. And part of the reason why Pina said, why don't we just do this is because I'm getting kind of sick of people thinking I'm the expert in separation. So I said, let's do a show. Let's put it out. Yep. And then Pina you can share the podcast us. link with everyone. When oh, we, oh I will. Just From listen to this. On. Right. And, and, so, and Kelly, so I think it's great that we have someone on who can actually break it down for us because it is an emotional roller coaster. Absolutely. And you know what? I thought it was really funny that you mentioned that your lawyer, uh, their fees have increased you know, about like double, which Mm. so for those of you guys thinking about leaving, if you're bitching about gas prices now, just hang on something else. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a lot. It is absolutely a lot. It's not cheap. It's not cheap, but there is a way to do it on the cheap. And I like to say that my ex and I did do that. We, because we're so amicable, we were able to talk through the process, talk through what we wanted. The kids came first. It was a very simple split. So, you know, the lawyers were able to provide the separation agreement. We edited it ourselves. Um, You know, we went that route. So we didn't have to go through mediation. We didn't have to go back and forth all the times that so many people do to get that paperwork right. And so that everybody's happy. We really only went back a couple times. So it was, you know, relatively fast, relatively cheap and the best that worked for us. But I definitely understand that that's not the case for a lot of people who are separating. And so it can, it can get very expensive. And I'm glad you said, and I think that this is probably the common denominator and Kelly, maybe you can uh, chime Mm. in too with your clients, because I'm sure that this comes up a lot is like, okay, navigating through separation, divorce, Um, but we've got kids, right? And so we want to make sure that the kids are okay. And Kate, you just said that, you know what I mean? Kids, like their best interest, you know what I mean? Was number one priority. Um, so Kelly, yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. first of all, well, yeah. How many, how many clients, how many people have come to you over the past two years with like marriage problems? Has, have you seen the increase or are we just imagining things? Well, and I, I mean, you know, it's not even just in the therapy room. You see it with friends. You're hearing about more and more splits outside, uh, you, you know, your friend group, family, people are seeing it all over the place. And so I do, I, I mean, therapy on its own is hugely on the increase. Uh, I think it's hard for people to find a therapist accepting right now. I think it's hard. You know, we have two practices, one in Gravenhurst, and we just opened one, a new one in Aurelia. So two pandemic babies, because the first was open in March, 2020. And then just February, we opened another office and it's hard to keep up with the demand. And I keep adding on therapists, adding them on, adding them. So there's so much demand right now for therapy as it is. And I think that's not all about separation, divorce, but, you know, relationships always come into it. So you've got people starting to really, you know, look at themselves, look at their jobs, look at their happiness. Uh, What really matters came out a lot in COVID, right? People were really talking about what matters most to me. So I think all these discussions, you know, gives a lot of opportunity to look at these things and some of it doesn't look very good, right? So, you know, you're highlighting more problems when you're stuck at home or maybe both working from home or having the kids always there. 
or, you know, the finance, maybe someone's off work. So you've got new financial issues that weren't the same before. So it's like, you know, the tinder, the fire, like we just keep pouring on gasoline and you're right at, at the end of the day, you know, I think when you're healthiest, you are like, what, how can we protect the kids in this? So it's great to hear Kate, that you and your ex were able to have a very amicable separate. This is, and this is the ideal. And even the ones that go in amicable, sometimes have a hard time keeping that going. Um, and so I think, yeah, when it's an amicable, have as much discussion as possible, <laughs> because you also find sometimes maybe a new partner comes in and they've got their way of doing things or the way they want their weekend split or what they think is fair based on what they had. With, so these are important things to think about. And sometimes people don't make anything official when they could, and then only to have it blow up. And Kate is nodding her head a lot. So she, oh. either she's got a yeah, story. I want to know, <laughs> what do you mean by that, Kelly? They don't make it official when they could. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah. So it's, Kate, you're totally, I'm tagging you in a sec. So um, I think it's expensive or like, look at the housing market right now. That oh alone is making people stay maybe under the same roof that didn't want to, right? Or trying to make it work. So there's all these things, these factors. And so things are getting delayed or they can't get into the court or they can't find a lawyer yeah. or they haven't written anything down. They're like, you know, it's just like, let's not rock the boat. And that's fine. And it sometimes works, you know, maybe just avoiding some costs, but sometimes it, it doesn't, some things fester, or you've got a new partner in there that has some opinions. And now what wasn't agreed upon is now blowing up. And you see that a lot. Yeah, Kate, I would. Uh, yes. Peg, I am in because the main thing I will say <laughs> that I was told in the beginning was get that separation agreement ready and signed right away. And I remember saying to you know, my friends at the time, and even my ex, there is a bit of a rush because the lawyer says you want to do this while you're still level headed while you're both agreeing upon things. The reason you get that agreement signed is for the exact reasons Kelly was saying, you never know what could happen down the road, someone else can get involved. So what you mm -hmm. agree on, and for the children specifically, you want to get that in writing right away, and agree upon it so that if there is any kind of fallout down the road, when things may or may not get messy, the agreement is signed. It's ready to go. It's what you agreed upon when you were level-headed. It's got the kids at the top, the forefront of the separation. It's probably, and it should be, what's best for them. And then no one can kind of go back on it after the fact when things could or get rough. So that was a huge thing I was advised right at the beginning. Wow, we're talking. We're talking about navigating separation and divorce on the parenting show today with Kelly, boss psychotherapist, and Kate Carnegie from Casey Media, divorced, single mama, and therapist on the show. It's it's we're just starting and it's getting interesting. And it's really, it's really <laughs> informative, ladies. So don't go anywhere because we'll be back with more right here on AM640 Toronto Radio. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca, and you are listening to us on AM640 Toronto Radio. We are talking about navigating through separation and divorce 
with kids, which is a whole different ball game on the show today. We've got Kate Carnegie. She is the owner and founder of Casey Media. She's also a single mom to two boys and uh, she's navigating through as best as she can. And I think you're doing a killer job, Kate. Oh, I thank you, Pina. I'm glad it looks like that. I'm trying to keep it together. <laughs> I'll Which keep it actually, real. I will keep it real. And, and I like that. And we should talk about that a little bit later on. So keep that in the back of your mind. Um, and then, of course, we've got Kelly Boss, uh, who is a psychotherapist because we need we all need we all need the help of a therapist. <laughs> Am I right, Kelly? Reach it. Yes, absolutely. How so we not? The, yeah. Before the break, we were talking about kids, putting the kids first. Right. And so, um, just trying to do right by the kids, make sure that they're okay. Now I have a question for you, ladies. Um, a lot of people, is this the old way of thinking, or do you think a lot of people are still thinking like this right now where it's like, okay, life is miserable with my significant other and I want out and it's not good. It's not healthy. It's toxic. It's whatever it is, but there's kids in the picture. So let's stay together for the kids because this is what's best for them. So, I, I mean, I think you make some good points. I think a lot of times people have worked on it. They've, they've tried to come to the other side of things and there sometimes are just irreconcilable differences, right? So I think sometimes you want to you be careful what that's teaching the kids, right? Being in something, um, maybe not treating each other well or not being treated well and the messaging to your kids. I think that's all really important and something I, you know, I have to say, try and go to therapy because this is something that you could repeat if you don't, you know, try and work on it, you know, wherever you go, there you are. So if you've got something that you need to, to work on, that could be affect relationships. You want to definitely try. Um, so I think some people stay in things they shouldn't for the kids. And then other times, I think sometimes people think the grass is always greener. Again, without that exploration, it's not that easy out there. You know, I think Kate was mentioning, you know, when the dating scene is also its own minefield when we weren't, when we were off air, but like, yeah. So I think it's really, I'm surprised sometimes about couples who won't seek any help and just thinking, well, if we just change it up, it's going to fix everything. That has its own problems too. So I think there's both to look at. I think therapy could be useful for both. But yeah, I think Pina, you're right. There's the the, the old way was always no matter what, no matter what you're. For the kids. Yeah. For yeah. what is it they say? Like uh, I forgot the vows now. What are the vows? No, death better for part, part. Death part. Yeah. Better worse. Till death do us part. Till death do us part. No thank you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and I think no, thank you. Yeah, No, thank you. And what Kelly's yeah. saying is so true. And honestly, we did do couples counseling and mm -hmm. then it was COVID. So it wasn't available for us except for through say zoom. And that yeah. just didn't feel right for us yeah, But understood. to be able to go through a separation and continue couples counseling is one of the best things I've seen through friends that I know my ex and I would agree upon would have been great to have that support navigating through and specifically for the children. And so the messaging that we as a family have always put out there is two happy homes, two happy parents is better than one house with 
people who just aren't getting along. And the kids aren't always going to like that. My oldest son, it's taken him two years mm. to finally say, you know what, mommy, I'm lucky. I have, I have two houses and I have two iPads and I have, you know, and it always becomes about things, material things, but either way, that's a win for, for us because we're saying, Hey, he now two years later is happy. He understands it. He's able to talk to other friends whose parents are either separated or are separating to encourage those children that it's going to be okay. And being a single mom and an entrepreneur and very honest and, and a public figure for most of my career, I've always been really real. And I think that you have to be like that with your children and set an example that is not from the old school days, because that's not in my world, that's not healthy. And I would think Kelly would agree too. It's just not healthy. It's mm -hmm. not healthy for anyone. And as a mother of two boys, I want to show them what I'm capable of as a mom, what yeah. their dad mm -hmm. is capable of on his own and what we can make. I'd always call it the modern day family look like now. Yeah. And it's doable. It's not easy. And I always say to people, yeah, the grass is always greener. No, it's not. There's a yeah. whole other group of challenges. And always, I always say, if you can work on your marriage, work on it, go to therapy, talk it through, have that communication. But if you can't, there are options. And yeah, I think that's where so people true. feel stuck. They're not mm -hmm. sure if they're, they can really make that leap. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's so true. And, and I agree. I think too, that a lot of people um, are stuck with that old school mentality um, of like, yeah, keep it together. You know what I mean? Till death do us part. But nowadays, like, and also like, I remember growing up, like none of my friends had parents who were divorced. Everyone was together. Nowadays, it's a lot more common. So I think that like, we got to think about that stuff too, that it's not like our kids are going to be like the only ones at school that, you know, that come from like, you know, I have the air quotes going right now, the broken family. It's not a broken family, people get over it. It's actually like a modern day family. Yeah. There you go. I like it. Um, number one, number two, we're talking about, you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, try therapy, you know, like explore every option before you do make a decision, um, to see if things can be repaired. If see if, you know, you can get through this like hard time and then go on together. Or if it's like, no, this is not going to work out. But Kelly, my question to you is what happens when one person is like, mm. let's go to therapy. And the other person's like therapy. Why do I have to talk to someone about my problems? Oh, I think that's a brilliant question. I'm glad you asked it. Something I was thinking about before we talked as well is that often you will have one person wanting to work on it and the other person not. So this is, this is the thing, like you can't, it's really hard to work on it all by yourself. You can, I mean, I would still encourage people to go because I think you can learn a lot about yourself and in relationships and where you can pull out of say, a pattern or cycle that's not serving you well, right? Because we can pull each other down into these patterns sometimes. So I think it's really important to be able to do that. But I, I'm really glad you brought that up. So yeah, again, I would say go. I have had it where clients have worked really hard. And then like when they're like, no, I'm done. Then the partner wants to work on it. <laughs> I mean, that's really common, right? It's like these like, and, <laughs> and then the partner's like, okay, well, I've just really come to a different decision. Again, 
it can be sometimes fair to explore at that time. Like maybe, you know, it's unfortunate because the other person has been wanting to do work for a long time. And now there's even more work to do in a way for a lot of people. So yeah, I mean, I've certainly seen that a lot. But again, I think you can go, I would say a lot of time when I'm doing individual sessions, it's often a couple's counseling. It's just that both people aren't going. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? I'm glad, I'm glad we're talking about this, right? Um, Because I also think that you, you just said right now, sometimes you do the individual sessions. And I think that um, just going to see a therapist in general is really important. It's like taking that, that daily vitamin. It's like, you know, um, picking yourself up and going to the gym. It should be part of life. Right. And you know, the thing is you working on yourself is always good. I always have people say, well, I don't know why I'd go to therapy. You know, I had this health scare last year. I'm coming out of COVID. I'm exhausted, stressed, but I really don't know why I'm like any of those. (laughs) I listed all these reasons. One of those. Why to go? Yeah, exactly. So I think, again, it's really can be quite beneficial whether your partner goes or not. Yeah, I think it has, it saved me. It Mm. really did because it was someone to talk to that already knew my background and, you know, Mm -hmm. was able to give the facts and give information that was coming from an expert with zero judgment coming coming from them. I think the big thing to remember is you don't always want to turn to your family or friends as your sole support. So they're involved. They are involved. They have their own opinions, right? And they have their own grief and their own attachment and what they think should be happening. So it's difficult. So you want to, I think, and in my opinion and experience, always have a professional as well, and then almost limit your circle to who you're confiding in because of the fact that there's so many people that will have opinions and they just can't help themselves. They don't mean they're not being malicious. They're not trying to be mean, but their own insecurities can come forward or their own opinions. And you really don't want that to cloud your judgment and what you feel. And I remember having this conversation with my ex a number of times, just saying, let's just remember we're on the same team. We're on the same page. And the noise around us is just noise. And it doesn't reflect upon what we have decided and what works best for our children. But that is really difficult to do for most people because you're used to reaching out to your friends. You're used to, you know, talking about everything, but sometimes it's just not the right time. So finding someone in the professional field with therapy to me is a must for if you can get both parties, great. If just one, great. Someone's got to be seeing an expert. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, even if you're separating, right? This can be mm-hmm. helpful in having more healthy discussions about that. Yeah. It's, right? Um, it's not even just staying together. Sometimes it's about separating well. Exactly. I, would, I wish we would have had that. I mean, we had it, like I said, very amicable. But had we had the opportunity to actually have couples counseling during it all and in person, like I said, if this was yeah, right at the beginning of the whole Zoom thing, that, that's just weird. You know, that was just weird to me, the idea of sitting side by side on a Zoom call. Yeah. But being able to go back in person now and see therapists and do it together and talk about, hey, what's the best way to do this? And what's the best way to do to protect our children? 
And I think bottom line is something that I've all, I I say so many times on the show, I'll say it on social media so many times, but we need to be in a good place. Whether you're the mom, whether you're the dad, we need to be in a good place, right? Because if we are not in a good place ourselves, how can we be any good to anyone around us, specifically our kids, right? So we are talking about navigating through separation, divorce, all that fun stuff on the show today. Don't go anywhere because we'll be right back with more right here on AM640 Toronto Radio. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News. Today's Talk, 640 Toronto. It is Sunday night and you are tuned into us on AM640 Toronto Radio. It's The Parenting Show and I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We are talking about separation and divorce, obviously with kids because it's The Parenting Show, which I'd imagine is very different than without kids and probably Listen, if anyone single is listening, or I should say, if anyone that is not a parent is listening, don't kill me for saying this, but I'd imagine that without kids, it's probably a lot easier. Um, We've got Kate Carnegie joining us on the show. She is a single mama and she is an entrepreneur and she is navigating through separation and divorce right now. And then we've got Kelly Baugh, psychotherapist. So ladies, we've talked about so much and covered off so many things, but I want to ask you both. For those listening, those tuned in that are probably thinking, you know what, it's gotten to the point where I'm just like, this is not going to work and I need to take action. What would be, or I should say, what advice would you give that person? Like, where do they start? What should they do? Get thee to therapy. I definitely, (laughs) I've said it a few times. Kate is backing me on this one. Um, And this could be for yourself, this can be as a couple, this can be for your kids as well. We didn't mention that, but another great place to kind of untangle some stuff, maybe as a family unit, you really want to be talking to someone again, that outside person, not all the people that have their oars in it. And also too, some of your friends are going to be shocked. I'm sure lots of people have that. And other people will be like, yeah, of course I get it. So you need that third party, that neutral third party. Well, maybe not neutral because they're probably, you know, really in listening to you and checking your side, but definitely there for you to talk about some of the things, untangle some things and learn about yourself. And this, again, this might change direction. You might be like, yeah, there's some things I think we can work on. Um, But if it gets to those places, certainly if it's not safe, but also, you know, if you've just worked it and you can't think of anything else and it just seems like the best place, again, separation doesn't always lead to divorce either. So there's lots of options, but therapists can help you navigate that. So that would be my big tip. Um, obviously, I'm a okay, therapist. So Kelly, so Kelly's from like, that. seek help. <laughs> seek help. help. Get some help. And I, and I know that's a big one for you too, Kate. But would you say anything else along with therapy? Um, yeah, I mean, talk to people that have gone through it. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. those select few that you can relate to, that you can be honest and real with, ask them. Don't be afraid to ask them the real questions because I always joke and I say, oh, I've got this one girlfriend. I call her coach and I'll just call her up and say, coach, seriously, and break down the list of all my questions. (laughs) And sometimes it just helps to hear it from someone else, especially another mother who is, has gone through it or is currently going through it. So you can bounce some thoughts off of each other. So you can 
talk about that mom guilt that's never ending for us and how to work your way through it. And I think the biggest thing that I wish I had known was going to be hard was learning how to be alone and really be okay with it. And that's something that a lot of people don't think of, you know, they crave that alone time, especially with COVID and having the kids home all the time. But sometimes it can be really scary. And also having your friends, certain friends in a small circle, I say, or a therapist to really work you through. There's obviously some, some issues there that, you know, are from even could be even before the marriage. So to be able to come out with it, be okay on your own, understand yourself, be a better person, be stronger. It's, there are those possibilities, but it, it takes work and it's not easy. And absolutely. Do I not want to glorify separation or divorce because that's not it. But if it is something that you need to, you feel is the only way then get help and talk to people who have been through it. Cause it really does help. Well, there you go. There you have it. Two experts. So thank you so much for joining us on the show today, ladies, two amazing experts. And I hope you guys enjoyed it listening while enjoying Easter. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> hey, you are up first. If people want to find you, where can they find you? Oh, I'm, I'm easy to find <clears throat> Kate Carnegie media, KC media. I'm on all the socials. Google me, you name it. I'm pretty much an open book. So feel free to shoot some questions my way. There you go. And Kelly, everyone's going to get, going to be hitting you up. <laughs> right. Well, if you're, help. if you're looking for me, you can find me at kellyboss.com. That's one S I have a podcast called talk therapy pod and also two locations. So if you're up North, we've got Muskoka mind and body in the Muskokas and in really a couch counseling and psychotherapy. So a couple places. And of course, all the socials as well, usually at Kelly boss therapy. There you go. Thank you again, ladies. It was a much needed conversation. I know that so many people are going through this. Um, so I hope that for those of you guys listening, you feel less alone if you did feel alone. Um, and hopefully you got some really great tips and advice from both Kate and Kelly. Um, again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. And for those of you joining us uh, on the other side of the radio, thank you for joining us and happy Easter. I'm Pina Crispo, and you've been listening to us on AM 640 Toronto Radio. This is The Parenting Show. Welcome back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News. Today's Talk, 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and happy Easter Sunday. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I forgot to mention and say happy Easter at the beginning of the show. Um, but how great is it? We're talking about <laughs> divorce and separation on Easter Sunday. My oh whole angle with this, ladies, is um, it's all about resurrection and new beginnings. Are you going with new beginnings. <laughs> yep. Joining me on the show, we've got Kate Carnegie, owner, founder of Casey Media, uh, former news anchor and mama of two boys. And we've got our psychotherapist to help help us out, help us navigate through this. And I'm talking about Kelly Boz, uh, also amazing mama. Um, So, yeah. So thank you for joining me on Easter um, to talk about all these wonderful new beginnings. Great new beginnings. Great day to put it out there. Even my ex said, oh, leave it to you, Kate. Happy Easter. (laughs) 
listen, um, who knows? This might be very timely for a lot of people <laughs> who are driving either to or back from a family gathering and maybe are just done with their significant other. I mean, we all know how sometimes family events can go and the stress that is surrounding them, not to mention now with COVID and mm -hmm. is someone mm -hmm. sick? Isn't someone sick? Did you test? Mm -hmm. Didn't you test? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the mm -hmm. pressures that are on couples right now, married couples, mm -hmm. common law couples, especially those with children, it is outrageous. Yeah. It really is. People are really struggling I mean, I just feel so many people are just like, I'm done. The sixth wave is not welcome. I mean, at least, <laughs> at least we're talking about this in the spring. There is some sunshine. There is maybe some hope. But yeah, it, it's a tough time. And it's also economically a nightmare right now. Oh, gosh. Let's not, right? you know, I was going to say, let's not go there, but no, let's go there. Let's go because there. Yeah. It is crazy. You know, we mm -hmm. hit COVID and mm -hmm. a lot of people have seen uh, job loss. Job loss, yeah. A lot of people um, have been just having a really hard time um, having to, maybe they even had to make the choice to leave work because they had to, like, one person had to stay home with the kids to homeschool them throughout mm -hmm. this whole, like, pandemic, mm -hmm. whatever it may be. The prices of homes have, like, skyrocketed. Gas mm -hmm. has skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. Kate told us earlier, lawyer fees have doubled. So, Kelly, yes. Yeah. Let's talk about, let's talk about the money. Yeah. Let's talk about the money. Yeah. I, I think it is just an added pressure in all of this. I don't think it's helping marriages at all. Right. Obviously yeah. what are the number one people, like things people fight about probably money, sex, and then probably parenting. And so you've got, you know, maybe people not feeling very amorous right now, right. And you've got kids always around that doesn't help the sex life. And uh, now they are back in school. So that is a little bit easier for some families, but you know, talking six wave people are just no. And now the finances. So maybe people are going back to work. We're also juggling where we work from. I think some people are having to go back in the office. That's got its own blessing and curses. And then financially, how are we figuring this? How are we going forward? And if this puts an added stress on your marriage, be it with job loss, be it with trying to afford gas or groceries right now, again, another pressure cooker situation, but you are finding the finances are a problem, both in while you're working on it to try and stay together, as well as in separating, trying to tease out, can we even afford two houses? You know, with the market as it is, right? Or even, um, yeah, any of the things. It's just so much expense. And so people want to be able to say, hey, there's two houses. I don't even know if that's an option right now for a lot of right? people because of the bananas prices. And that's the thing. Like, with the housing market alone, people that maybe want to, you know, leave a marriage that's not good. It's just like, okay, that's, that's great. But where am I going? Where is yes. this other home going to be? Even apartments my aren't kids? available. Yeah. Yeah. Inventory's low. And if Inventory's you something, yeah. it is like, you can, it, it's ridiculously expensive. Now let's throw something else into the mix. Let's bring Kate into this, who not only is navigating through all this stuff, but is an entrepreneur. So mm, for those mm -hmm. of you guys that are unfamiliar with the entrepreneur life, let's just, let's just say yeah. there's no security there. Um, yep. You want a paycheck? You need to hustle. So it's 24 yep. seven, not Monday to Friday, nine to five. And there are no magic benefits. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? But do oh, yeah. you have magic benefits? That, that I, no, I don't, I don't know of any magical anything. And if somebody does, <laughs> feel free to reach out and tell me. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? It is deciding a to leave a very successful TV career and start my own media consulting company. That was a huge risk, people would say. It was the best decision I ever made. I've never been more happy. Mm-hmm. The positive of being an entrepreneur is you can go out and as long as you hustle and have your own back, you can make as much money as you want. So I kept it very businesslike when it came to the reality of my separation. How much money was I, was I going to need to make to be able right. to support myself and my children, have a home over our heads, um, not, being re- not being reliant on anyone else. And that kind of became my target. And that became my goal as to here's where I have to be. Here's the amount of money I have to make. And being an entrepreneur makes that possible because a lot of people in jobs with um, salaries, it's not easy to all of a sudden say, oh, I'm getting separated. I'm going to need to make an extra 20, 30 grand a year to be able to either buy someone out or pay child support or this or that. So as hard as being an entrepreneur can be, it's also afforded me the flexibility and the ability to raise my threshold as to how much money I need to make, what it's going to cost. And Mm -hmm. the biggest thing I find right now with other people and friends or acquaintances going through separation is exactly what you were saying is we're used to this way of life. You know, most people, a lot of people are living, you know, in a nice house, they're going to have to sell the house. And it's, what does that look like now? And so I really think, at the beginning, one of the steps outside of seeking help from a professional is to really keep it real about your finances, be honest with each other, lay it mm-hmm. all out on the table because a lawyer is going to go through them anyways. Manage expectations as well. I kind of hear in that, Kate, like, yeah. you know, you may not be able to live at a certain level or have um, as much freedom and certain expenses. And that's okay. I think we could all live a lot simpler sometimes. Uh, and, and maybe what you're saying too is get a financial planner on, involved or get a yeah. professional there too. Cause sometimes we don't know all the ins and outs and it can be really helpful to get some expertise there. The more help you can get from a professional, in my opinion, is the best way to go when it comes to separation, divorce, and children. Because it will help you navigate through things um, in all aspects, like just you know, your mental state, um, how you feel, where you, you know what I mean? Like where you're looking at going, how to get there. Um, and just puts you in a better place talking about, I I mentioned it before, you got to be in a better place because if you're not in a good place, how can you be of any good to anyone around you, especially your children? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so hold on. I got to go back though, because Kate, you'd said, you know, being an entrepreneur, um, is just like, okay, if I know I need to make X amount of money, then I got to hustle and I got to go after it. Mm-hmm. But so being an entrepreneur myself, um, I, I, I feel that. And I know that it's all about the hustle, right? If you want it bad mm-hmm. enough, you go after it, you get it, you make it happen. Um, but did you find that like in the beginning stages of COVID, you know, the money just wasn't there because a lot of businesses and brands, whoever maybe you might be dealing with, have cut back and scaled back? 
it wasn't the experience that I had. Fortunately, the a couple of the clients I have, the food industry, the financial industry, it was almost the opposite effect. Everyone wanted an expert in cooking and how to cook from home. Everyone wanted an expert in financial. And so I found the flip side. I was so busy that it was, and because I had to keep that hustle going, I had that crazy mom guilt of, you know, I'm not putting enough time into this separation and my children. So you got the other side, the flip side. Time and money. flip side. Yeah. So it was, I know that I don't have a choice here. I'm, I'm on the path. I had already signed on some new clients and there's no option to take a stress leave or go that way. So it's, it's, you know, either or. It's interesting to say the least. We are talking about navigating through separation and divorce on the parenting show today. Don't go anywhere because we'll be back with more right here on AM 640 Toronto radio. 